Hi, and welcome to Cooking with Positivity. I am your host, Zykeel McCoy. Here at Cooking with Positivity, we like to focus on positivity leading to success, whether that be in your business, in your love life, or in your personal decision making. This is the last episode of Love Month, which is February. So I'm going to go ahead and jump right into our poem for the month. Love is the word that makes hearts flutter. Fills bellies with butterflies, feeds souls with so much joy. Love plants the seed of positive nurture and grows beautiful petals of merriment, filling the air with the sweet aroma of amorous thoughts and emotions. Love has the power to soar to limitless heights. Let love take flight. Now, we are in love month. And everything that has drove this month has been based on love. Your feelings on love, couples, relationships, singles, everything based on love. And today we're going to go over some of my listeners' messages about love and how they show love and share love. Just a quick update. I want everybody to um, go to my uh, food blog is ZRZ Catering Food Passion Blog. And there you can find the recipes for the um, couple's romantic Valentine's dinner. Even if it's not Valentine's Day, you can still cook together or cook for yourself. Also, there is... um, a few books of mine on Amazon that are just out. So I definitely want everybody to check those out. And also, next month is Women's Month. So our first episode of next month will be based on women in the industry, women in business, women who have inspired us and made us want to strive and be better in this world. So we'll dive into that. And I'll also be uh, giving information about my Mother's Day event next month. Now, when we come back, we're going to go over one of uh, my listeners' messages on love. Do you love love? Well, you're in the right place. All February long here at Cooking With Positivity, we'll be focusing on love. Black love, self-love, love love for your family, love for your friends, interracial love, same-sex love. Whatever your love is, we want to hear it. So share with us today. Have you ever wanted to start your own podcast? Well, I have. I've dreamed of starting my own podcast for so long, and I felt it would be a great way to showcase my business as a caterer and a writer and promote my business. And one of my favorite people suggested Anchor to me, and I tried Anchor, and I loved it. Anchor is a one-stop shop for recording, hosting, distributing, and monetizing your podcast. If you want your podcast heard on Apple, 
Spotify, and everywhere podcasts are heard, then Anchor is right for you. So if you want to live your dream, create your own podcast with easy and great tools such as background and description and distributing your podcast on multiple platforms, go to anchor.fm slash start and start living your dream of your podcast today. Welcome back. Now, all throughout the month of February, I asked my listeners to please submit me your stories, your love stories, or how you feel about love, or what you want out of love, what is your meaning of love. And <clears throat> I got quite a few uh, messages via my website, ZykeaMcCoy.com. So I'm going to go over just a few of them. Now, this one is from Mark Dandridge, and he said, Loves me. love means having someone with you at all times. Now, Mark, I would have to disagree with you just a little bit because if you're with someone at all times, I don't know if you meant like in physical form, but that can be a little suffocating. You got to have your own life. And go on with other things. So I will have to get disagree with you just a little bit there. Okay. Um, Clark Davis said love is kids and family. Meaning your kids and your immediate family. Like your mother, your father, and your siblings. Mm. That's where you learn love. That's where you learn from the base. Like you learn how to love and what love is from your parents or your grandparents because that's what you're looking to them to emulate, give you the meanings of these emotions and understanding that love can be difficult, love can be unkind, love can be all these things. But I get what you're saying, you know, and that's from Clark Davis. So, Clark, I get what you're saying. I understand that. But, you know, maybe if you're listening, maybe you can elaborate a little bit more. All right. And our last message that I'm going to read is from Helen Draper. And okay, so she is commenting or sharing from our self-love segment. And Helen says she shows, well, I show my self-love by having a spa day once a month. That's a fantastic way to show your self-love. You need to decompress and you just want to relax and just pamper yourself just a little bit. That is awesome. All right, when we come back, we're going to be finishing off our story for the month. And then we're going to end it out. So when we come back. Are you a bridesmaid? Are you responsible for the bachelorette party or the bridal shower? Well, have no fear. The perfect gift baskets are here. With a bachelorette basket packed with the Bridesmaid Survival Kit book, signature drink recipes, custom party games, 
five flasks, and a sample tray to get the party started, you can't go wrong. And with a bridal shower basket that is packed with a gift for the bride-to-be, custom bridal shower games, a sample tray to get your day started, as well as a bride-to-be sash. So be sure to stop by ZykeaMcCoy.com to grab your gift baskets today. Hey guys, welcome back. Now we're going to go ahead and jump into story time. Zora picked her books up off the ground after being shoved yet again, while others ran to watch another fight. It seemed like there was a fight every day. Harmony High was everything but harmonious. There were some great teachers there, but the student body has made it a war zone. Zora collected her last book from the ground and headed in the direction of her home. She had no idea what awaited her there. With any luck, it would be quiet so she could get her homework done. She was in such a rush, she did not see the very tall figure in front of her. She ran right into him. As they fell to the ground, she could feel his hands on her waist. She quickly gathered herself. Sorry. She stammered before taking off down the street. She barely got a glimpse of her collision partner before he disappeared from her view. Approaching her 10-flight walk-up before she entered the building to the ninth floor, Zora took a breath. Once Zora reached her door, she could already hear the screaming. You think I'm stupid? She could hear her father scream. Her parents were fighting again. Zora waited a moment before she turned the knob. Greg, no one thinks you're stupid. I know you're high. Once Zora got inside, she could see that all too familiar look in her father's eyes. He only came home in the middle of the day now when he ran out of money. It had gotten so bad that Zora's mother put all of their valuables in a storage across town just to keep him from pawning it. Ain't nobody high, Sarah. I just got a deal on the table for a new car and I need to get back there by the end of the day or the man said he's going to give it away. He said in almost a pleading voice. Sarah scoffed. Ain't no damn car and you know it. You want to go get that junk to shoot up in your arm. I told you, don't bring your ass back here in this house until you get clean. The kids don't need to see you like this. That pissed Greg off and he stood nose to nose with Sarah, snarling with every word he said. You can't put me out my damn house. I told you, it ain't high or getting high. I need the money to get this car for our family. You think I want Zora walking home from that bad school? No, I want to be able to take her over the bridge. Zora shook her head. Her father had made this claim since she was in eighth grade. Here she was about to graduate, and every time he wanted money, he managed to work Claremont High into the conversation. You ain't thinking about Zora. You just worrying about that junk. 
You have turned into all those people we talked about who ruined their lives messing with that stuff. Zora crept by her parents to go check on her baby brother. When she walked into the room, they shared he was standing in the crib, bouncing and smiling. That quickly changed when a big crash came from the kitchen where her parents stood arguing. That could only mean one thing. Greg had struck Sarah. This was not the first time, but Sarah was no damsel in distress. Most of their battles, Greg normally ran in the other direction because Sarah was no joke. She grew up in a house full with nine brothers and two older sisters. Their father taught them how to defend themselves and give it as good as they got it. As if on cue, Zora grabbed her brother, his bottle, and her books and headed to the roof. For about four years, this had become the routine whenever her father came home. The only difference in the last year, she was accompanied by baby Roger. The setup on the roof Zora had set up for the two of them was filled with a hand-me-down playpen, a few toys for Roger, a lawn chair, which was worn out, a small table, and a small portable radio. The setup served its purpose. Zora could get her homework done and escape the drama going on in her apartment. Zora and Roger settled in and she began her homework. Zora held on to her determination to get out of Harmony High and get into the program to be bused to Lincoln Capital High School. The school had written a letter to a handful of kids at her school. She so badly wanted to be one of them. So she took the initiative to write them a letter expressing her yearning to complete her school year there. Her letter was accompanied by her transcripts, three reference letters from her teachers, one from her choir director and her pastor. Zora prayed every night she would get in. Focusing on her homework, Zora had zoned out. She was very thankful that Roger was fast asleep so her attention wouldn't be split. Taking a quick break, Zora turned up the radio and belted out along with SWV's week. She was enjoying the song so much she didn't hear anyone join her. But when the strong scent of a cigarette hit her nostrils, her eyes popped open to see a tall, smooth, chocolate boy standing in front of her clapping as if she were putting on the show for him. Can you put that cigarette out? My brother is sleeping here, Zora said with a tone that spoke volumes. Sorry, he said, quickly putting out the cigarette. I heard your voice and I had to come here where that voice was coming from. Zora let out a slight smile. Thank you, she said. Hi, I'm Zeke. And you are? Zora. Nice to meet the lady I keep running into, Zeke said with a smile. It was right then Zora realized she was talking to the wall she ran into earlier. Are you ready for Mother's Day? No worries. Zykeia McCoy has a gift basket any mother would dream of. 
Be sure to stop by ZakiaMcCoy.com and grab your mom the gift basket filled with so many yummy things she will enjoy immensely, as well as the book Mother, the first nine months included. Grab your gift basket today. All right, guys, thank you for listening. That's the end of our show. And if you would like to read the Zeke and Zora story, you can always go to Zakia McCoy, the author, For the Love of Words. That is my blog, and you can always read it there. I will post it up. And if you want to hear more from this story, please go to my website, ZakiaMcCoy.com, and vote if you would like to hear more from Zeke and Zora. And I hope everyone has a lovely and positive day.